Hey, this is Tim Jones, creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, and you're listening to Soul Wizard on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to Soul Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 340 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I have arrived, my people. <laughs> and, and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Yo, what is going on? Welcome to the show, everybody. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got some news to talk about, including some trailers that dropped at the Super Bowl last night, and our review of the newest sci-fi space opera film from Netflix, Space Sweepers. But before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Marcellus Reagans, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've been uh, checking off a lot of things on my list that I've been trying to accomplish. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do this past weekend was finish up on Lovecraft Country. And I learned something this weekend. That show is not made for binging at all. <laughs> like Every episode is intense and gory and very, uh, very unsettling. So doing more than one episode at a time, is it's, it's a lot. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to get it finished. Just I'm just not going to binge the rest of them. But I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost at the end. I have to definitely check that out and finish it up. Aubrey, what's going on with you? Oh, absolutely nothing. Just working, school, virtual learning still going on here. Uh, should be done soon, though. I think the kids go back on the 22nd, which is nice. But I haven't really done much else besides that. Awesome. All right. Well, for me, uh, it's been a lot of snow up here in Western Massachusetts. So there's been a lot of snow blowing and uh, shoveling going on, working, sleeping. Uh, I watched the Super Bowl last night. It was very strange and bittersweet, but it was nice to see Tom Brady get his seventh championship ring, cementing himself as the greatest player in the history of American football. So I'll take it. Um, and that was it. That's really the excitement of my life. Nothing uh, too crazy going on. It's going to snow again tomorrow as we record this. So I guess I should probably get some gas for the snowblower on the way home from work. Damn right. But that's it. <laughs> that is it. That's what's going on with us. Markellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you also find movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll find Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming pics from our buddy the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, we have our store there, our T Public store. You can click on a button, go to our T Public store, and get some merchandise with the So Wizard Podcast logo all over it. I'm talking masks, t-shirts, sweatshirts, all types of goodies. Um, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep on the website. 
So you click on that big yellow A, you do your shopping, you receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little show. Uh, you can also find our social media links on the website. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube. Uh, we also have a Patreon page where you can support us monthly, receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our fellow podcasts and buddies over in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. Second down, 20. 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Words to live by. (laughs) All right, Markellis. Let's hear the news. What do we got going on? Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right. So uh, as we were talking about before, the Super Bowl was this past weekend. And usually when uh, the Super Bowl happens, there's a ton of trailers for us to talk about because there's (laughs) movies that are coming out. (laughs) Uh, Not so much this year. Uh, There was some trailers. Uh, they said they're going to be in theaters, but uh, yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. Uh, so let's start with the first one uh, that I that I thought was pretty interesting: Fast and the Furious Part Nine. F nine trailer dropped. Uh, everyone is back. It seems like the entire crew is back, except for uh, Charlize Theron's mini dreadlocks. Uh, those will not be making an appearance, but <laughs> but it the looks ultimate like villain is white people dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> they defeated it for good in the last movie. There you go. Thank check, God. <laughs> check that one off. Christ of is going to get a haircut right now. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got some scenes from the um, upcoming movie. Like I said, everyone is back, including Han, who died kind of uh, in one of the movies, but then came back. It's very confusing. Uh, the thing that I'm excited about is the director, Justin Lin, is coming back to this one. Uh, he did... Part three, part, no, he didn't do part three. Yeah, he did do part three. He did Tokyo Drift. So he did part three, part four, part five, part six, and then he stepped away to go do Star Trek. But now he's back to finish up the entire saga. He's doing part nine, 10, and 11. So I'm psyched for that. I don't think the trailer looked okay. They didn't really show that much of the story, but, you know, it's Fast and the Furious. It's fast cars and family. What, what more do you need? Uh, what did you guys think of the footage? Let's start with our resident Fast and the Furious expert, Aubrey. I don't give a crap. <laughs> We're on nine now. I mean, are you serious? Let it die. Let it die. <laughs> Kill the past. Just let it die. <laughs> yes. You've overdone it. I don't care. I don't care about these movies. 
All right, Joey, what about you, man? What did you think of this new footage? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it looks like Fast and the Furious. Like it's, It looks like what I've come to expect at this point from the franchise. I, I didn't see anything new here that made me more excited or less excited to see it than I did last time. I just, I'd just be legitimately stunned if this comes out when it's supposed to come out. <laughs> what are they saying now? May? Are we, are we looking at May for this? Uh, I, I just remember, I, I don't know, I don't remember the, the official date. I know it said in theaters, so they definitely plan on releasing it. I know, actually, yeah, yeah, the last one, it was, a, this May was supposed to be part 10. So yeah, so part nine is this May. Oh my God, there's a 10th one. <laughs> there's an 11th one, Aubrey, I'm sorry. And a sequel to Hobbs and Shaw coming to I didn't mind Hobson Shaw too much, but I don't care about the other ones. <laughs> Will Ildris Alba be back as Black Superman? <laughs> fingers crossed. Oh yes, I know. I know Jen has her fingers crossed for that <laughs> one, but um, yeah, I don't know. I it, it's funny because I was just mentioning this to a couple people today that usually after the Super Bowl we can do an entire show on the trailers. Yeah. The drop and we can't do that this year because there barely are any so yeah um i don't know uh, i'm i guess i'm cautiously excited as excited I could, as i can be for a fast and furious movie um aubrey on the patented cult 45 give a fuck a meter what would you give this a uh, a score of a zero. Oh come on <laughs> jesus i don't care one bit about this movie well, we'll see how the schedule shakes out. You might have to care. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll give it a two and a half on the give a fuck a meter. What about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Like I said, I really like the director Whoa. and I'm glad that he's coming back to wrap this whole thing up. Okay. All right. So then the next trailer that I dropped, another one that they are convinced it's going to hit theaters. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan is back with the movie Old. Basically, it's uh, him doing his kind of weird Twilight Zone type of thing where a family or maybe a couple of families uh, go on a beach, like a private beach. And the kids that start off at about six years old suddenly instantly become adults or they get older throughout the course of the day, almost like uh, Wanda and Vision's kids in uh, WandaVision. <laughs> So, um, so no one killed their dog. <laughs> well, we don't know. Spoilers. <laughs> we don't know that yet. So uh, yeah, uh, M. Night Shyamalan has another job, uh, believe it or not, after Glass. So uh, what did you think of this footage? Let's go back to Joey. All right. So <laughs> unpopular opinion on this podcast. I do like M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I know. Um, you know what? Sixth Sense was great. Unbreakable was great. I really liked Signs a lot. I loved Split. I thought The Visit was pretty decent. Uh, Glass was hellishly bad. Uh, I, I Was that the worst movie of the year that year for us? I don't remember. I think but so. It was bad. Yeah, it, it was terrible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just depends. I think he's gr- a great idea person. Even his bad movies have cool ideas as the con- conceit for the movie. It's just a lot of times the movie itself doesn't quite work out how it should. But I mean, like even Lady in the Water, which is really bad, is a cool idea. I mean, it's a cool idea. It's just not a good movie. <laughs> like, so this looks like a cool idea that could be a cool movie if he's firing on all cylinders again. But I don't know if he really is or ever will be. So. Uh, I, I'm going to watch it. I know we're going to watch it, but 
I, I can't say I'm excited. I'll, I'll put this one at a two and a half again because it just really depends on the movie. This could be great and it could be horrible. There's just no way to tell. All right. All right. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of this trailer? I agree with Joey. Like he has cool concepts, but I don't know. Sometimes they really fall short and sometimes they're really good movies. Um, so I'll be interested to see how this one pans out, but I'm cautiously optimistic because some like glass, it looks really cool, but then it turns out to be a big, huge shit show. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, you know what? I, I got some, uh, I got some surprising news from, for everyone. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a new year, you know, it's, it's a new Markellis. I've decided to not forgive M night Shyamalan, but I'm not going to give him shit anymore. You know, I'm going <gasps> to, I'm going to judge every movie based on the movie itself. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up Marky Mark from the happening. Uh, you know, I am, I'm, I'm actually going to, cause you know, I, I realized that the last airbender wasn't his fault. I mean, it, it was his fault, but there's a world where we never get a last and Airbender film. It's like there's a world where, uh, uh, like that. Tom Hardy's not my husband, you know. <laughs> it just happens. Unfortunately, that that is the case for right now, Aubrey. But you, you never know. <laughs> you never, you never know what <laughs> can, can happen. Uh, can Wanda open up a portal to the <laughs> Earth where uh, glass doesn't suck balls? Her powers are getting stronger. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna give. M. Knight, his, I'm going to give him a chance to disappoint me again. I'm not going to hold Last Airbender over him because uh, doing an adaptation is really difficult and he wasn't the right person for the job, but if he didn't do it, we probably wouldn't have a movie and we wouldn't have the chance to make a really cool TV show in the future. So I'm not going to give any more shit to M. Night Shyamalan. He's off the hook. That being said, the trailer looks okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a two and a half on a, to give a fucking year. We'll, we'll see what he does. All right. All right, so then the uh, the last trailer that dropped was something that definitely is not coming to theaters, but that's okay. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. New footage was dropped on the show that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. And, uh, you know, we got a, a little bit more of the comedic side of what they're trying to do for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, we got an appearance of Sharon Carter, appearance of Zemo, who's back. And an appearance of uh, Infus Ness, who will not, well, that's not her name, but that's what she played in Solo. Uh, she's back in this TV show as a bad guy, too. So I'm psyched to see her again. Uh, but I think this trailer looked dope. Uh, what did you guys think? Let's go back to Aubrey. I stand Sebastian Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. He is a fine looking man. In general or just in this trailer? All around. Around. All right. Tom Hardy's got a little competition. All right. Yeah, well, he ain't returned my phone call. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sebastian Stan aside, what did you think of the other footage? Or were you even aware that there was other footage in there when the, when the trailer was happening? <laughs> I wasn't really aware that there was other footage. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Um, I mean, it, it, it looks really exciting and watching WandaVision gives me really high hopes for any show that Disney plus is going to put out. Um, Marvel has an amazing company, um, that makes their movies and shows and just have been doing a phenomenal job in the film industry. So I'm really excited. I think it's going to be great. Cool. Cool. All right, Joey, what about you? What did you think of this new footage? Um, well, first off, I'm very happy to see, um, very underrated 
MCU waifu uh, Sharon Carter back. Emily Van Camp is rather attractive, so anytime we can get her back on screen is good. And uh, yeah, I mean, this looks fucking great, man. WandaVision is knocking it out of the park right now. Obviously, there's a few episodes to go, so it could completely shit itself. Like maybe there's a magic bathtub stopper or everybody was dead or something, you know, at the end. I don't know. But the uh, the show's amazing so far. So and that was a very that's a very strange high concept show. So this seems a little more I don't want to say like normal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but kind of more of what people are expecting from something MCU. You know, the heroes are, are making jokes and there's lots of cool action. So that's uh, pretty awesome. Looking, I love Falcon, obviously. I love Winter Soldier. Um, and, uh, you know, I, rumors I'm hearing, I'm not going to go into on the podcast because it's spoilery, but rumors I'm hearing about the plot that they're hiding in the trailers sounds really interesting. So uh, I think if you know who some of the other characters in the show are, you can kind of figure it out. But yeah, man, this is awesome. Five out of five for me. Let's go. I can't wait. The the like two weeks in between the end of WandaVision and the start of this are going to be excruciating because we're getting spoiled all of a sudden for contents. I'm sure they're going to find something to fill those two weeks up with, uh, you know, some behind the scenes WandaVision stuff or something. I'm sure we've w- always got uh, Brie Larson workout videos on YouTube. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, I think it looks cool. Um, I'm giving it a. a 4.5 out of 5. I think uh, Zemo walking around with his purple mask is nice. I like that. I like them getting into a staring contest at the end of the trailer. I thought that was pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, I'm psyched for this. I think it looks pretty dope. I'm ready for it. All right. So, then, so that's it for the trailer. So, then, in actual rumor news, uh, you know, you could take this with a grain of salt. Keanu Reeves, who everyone loves, uh, you know, has been knocking it out of the park recently and uh you know his name always seems to come up with when, whenever there's a uh, a project or a big franchise uh his name is always kind of thrown into the ring kevin feige did mention that they did want him in the mcu they just didn't know where they would put him or where it would fit but it looks like uh, according to rumors that he may be picked to do craven the hunter uh, a spinoff movie from the sony spider-man universe in the, the vein of uh, Tom Hardy is Venom and Jared Leto is Morbius. So Keanu Reeves possibly doing Craven and Hunter. This, I think, is kind of cool. I mean, he's he knocked out of the park with uh, Bill and Ted Part 3 last year. He was an amazing asshole in uh, Sam Raimi's uh, The Gift, which was uh, a cool movie and really surprising for him. to. I never would have thought he could be a complete bad guy asshole, but... He did a really good job in that movie, so I'm cool. I'm cool with him playing Craven. Uh, I don't trust Sony Pictures at all. That's the that's the part where I'm worried. But uh, yeah, what do you guys think of Keanu Reeves as Craven the Hunter? Let's go back to Aubrey. Um, I think it would be a good casting choice. I really do like Keanu Reeves, and if anybody can um, come up with a movie out of Sony that's good, it would be him. Uh, maybe he'll help DC next. So we'll see. I mean, it's. it's it's an interesting concept too to do a spin-off movie of Craven the Hunter. Um, but I don't know. I have hope in Keanu Reeves. I don't have hope in anybody else in that um decision. All right. Joy, what about you? Oh, I have a lot of mixed emotions about this. Um Craven is an awesome Spider-Man villain that's never been done in live action. So it would be great to see him in live action, done well in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't see any reason for a Craven solo movie or even what one would 
be like i don't <laughs> i don't really understand like what the story any like big storyline that he has is always tied with spider-man and even venom has solo adventures that you could kind of mine um i don't understand how craven works in any way shape or form without spider-man it just doesn't fucking work <laughs> and his big story craven's last hunt which is like the big it's a fucking classic spider-man tale um that requires you to have a backstory with spider-man like that's that doesn't work as your entry point to craven <laughs> it just doesn't like you can't adapt that to be his first appearance so if you were telling me that he was going to be in Spider-Man 3, like the rumors a million years ago, and he was going to be a hunting Spider-Man who's now a villain in the eyes of the public, and Keanu Reeves was playing him, I'd say, wow, that's awesome. Sign me up. But if you're telling me Sony is producing this movie with some input from Marvel as part of some weird clandestine contract negotiation deal they did, uh, I don't know. I can't say I'm excited for it at all. I can't. I just can't say it. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll eat my words, but I, I don't know. I, I just can't see this being good i feel i don't want keanu reeves to be this <laughs> he could be a million other cool things in the mcu not this <laughs> well you know sony like i said they they've kind of proven themselves proven themselves with uh venom and with morbius and with silver and black so you know you kind of get a pattern of how they're going to be handling business so you know what's there to worry about it'd be fine it'd be <laughs> fine right can't wait <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yes, that's it. That's pretty much it for the news. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our review of Space Sweepers. Hi there, this is the Manster, one of your humble hosts from Pina Comics Podcast. What is Pina Comics, you say? Fair question. Pina Comics is a weekly pop culture podcast with a mission. A mission to explore humankind's greater geekdom and report our findings back to you listeners every week. We explore movies, games, TV shows, comics, local events and conventions, and so much more. We'll tell you just what we think of all the stuff that makes life fun, or at least bearable, and hopefully make you laugh, chortle, cackle, bust a gut, or even just chuckle while doing it. So join me and my fellow hosts, Ganache and Sir John, every week. You'll find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or whatever podcatching app you like to stuff inside that little phone of yours. Listen in. And we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to watch the new movie Space Sweepers, which is on Netflix as we speak. Just premiered a few days ago. It's a Korean sci-fi space opera movie. Went direct to Netflix instead of theatrical due to coronavirus. So we all got a chance to check it out. We're going to do some impressions and tell you a little bit of how we felt about it. And then Markellis will play the sound drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, obviously you can bounce and not get the movie spoiled. Otherwise, stick with us and we'll let you know our full scores at the end. So get started. Aubrey, what is Space Sweepers about? Space Sweepers is about after snatching a crashed space shuttle in the latest debris chase, Spaceship Victory's crew members find a seven-year-old girl inside. They realize that she's the human-like robot wanted by UTS space guards and decide to demand ransom in exchange. All right. So, uh, Aubrey, what do you think of Space Sweepers? There's some parts where I'm really confused by it, but I actually, by the end of the movie, did not hate it. What? <laughs> yep. That's why I was yep. laughing. I was just expecting you to completely fucking hate this movie. <laughs> 
by the end of it, my my opinion had changed. Wow. Wow. All right. Mark Ellis, how about you? Yeah, I love this movie so much. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like the warm hug that I, I haven't had in year in, in a year. <laughs> I love this movie. This movie is you know how uh, uh, Psycho Gorman was like Joey's brain on film. This movie <laughs> is this movie is my brain on film. This is exactly <laughs> what I want at, for a space opera. Well, there were parts of my brain on this film. Did you see the captain? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what did you think of it, Joey? <laughs> um, I liked it a lot. I liked it way more than I thought I would. I didn't love it though. I didn't like do backflips around the house like you mark about it, but I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, and it has some problems and I gotta be honest with you, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, this should have been a TV series. This should have been a series. This should have been a TV series. <laughs> it really felt episodic. A lot of points where you could have cut it into you know, four episodes, at least or five episodes of a TV series. And it would have flowed a lot better. But, um, you know, really other than that, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked it. We'll get into it more in spoilers, but I liked it. I liked it. I didn't hate it. Nothing, nothing to hate here. No, no hate needed. And like I said, the captain was very attractive. So, um, any non-spoiler thoughts, anyone out there, Aubrey? Uh, nope. Mark Ellis? Yeah, I would say if you have Netflix, definitely watch it. If you're a fan of of uh, Korean films, uh, if you're a big fan of big sweeping sci-fi space operas, uh, definitely give this one a shot. All right, so let's drop the drop. Let's spoil Space Sweepers. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, guys. We're going to start with things we liked. Um, Mark Ellis, you are gushing over Space Sweepers. So tell us some of the things you liked about this movie. I loved almost everything about this movie. I loved the characters. I thought that each one was unique. I thought that each one of their personalities was made very apparent at the beginning of the movie. I like how their personalities changed. Uh, not changed, but they kind of, uh, you got to see them in evolve with the inclusion of this um, young girl. I thought the scope of it was amazing. You're right. It does feel like a TV show, but it feels like the entire season of a full-on like anime from beginning to end. Uh, and that I was cool with because it doesn't feel like, like a chapter in a serial. It feels like it has a beginning and it has an end. Lots of special effects. None of it looked bad to me. I don't know. I just I just loved everything about it. I I, I feel I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil it, even though we are in spoilers. But I, I definitely it definitely appealed to the nine year old sitting in the theater with a big bucket of popcorn, just enjoying all of the visuals that I was seeing. And the emotional part, about three quarters of the way, there's a like a, a real emotional scene. And it worked so well. And they earned it. They earned that scene. It wasn't like thrown in there to be stupid. And I felt it. And and then by the time you get to the end, it's just like, oh, it's just, it's per, it's it's popcorn movie perfection. So yeah, I love this movie. All right, Aubrey, what about you? Um, I mean, this movie was two hours long and it didn't really feel like it was two hours long to me, which was surprising because when you said that, I was like, oh God, this is two hours long. This is insanity but the beginning was pretty tough for me i couldn't really get into it in the beginning but then uh when once they found the little girl that's when i started to get more into the movie and i started to kind of care a little bit more 
Um, I really liked all of the actors in the movie. I thought that they were great. I thought that the idea of the movie was great. Uh, they they did a really good job with the effects, like Mark said. Like you couldn't, there wasn't any of them where I was like, "Wow, that looked really stupid." Except for maybe the the weird robot people that were killing everybody, but <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I don't even really think that's effects. Honestly, it's more like makeup and costume. Yeah, considering the uh, the the robots that we watched in uh, Outside the Wire, like those kind of mech suits, these were a hundred times better because they actually oh, did, yeah, they did something other than <laughs> than jump out of a truck and aim a gun and all walk in a line the same way no matter what the scene was. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, this had a, a twenty one million dollar budget, so this isn't a cheap movie by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, and they definitely did use that budget. <laughs> yes. It was a, it was. N- no saving money on this movie. All right. Well, um, you know, I uh, I got to agree with both of you. I thought, first of all, the special effects in the movie were fantastic. The setting, the um, the sets. Obviously, there's uh, a lot of CG, but there's a lot of practical sets as well. I thought everything looked great. It looked perfect, like so nice, so lived in. Um, just it looked exactly like it was supposed to look, I guess, if you knew what spaceship colonies in the future are supposed to look like if does if that makes sense <laughs> like it looked like it should look uh i agree with aubrey the cast was fantastic um i loved oh God, i don't know the guy's name he had all the tattoos and the dreads um uh, tiger park yeah there yeah. you go tiger park yeah uh, i thought he was awesome uh when he fought that uh that girl in the airlock that was fucking badass i thought he was gonna die <laughs> Uh, I love the robot that then turned into a hot chick at the end of the movie. That was confusing. <laughs> yeah, the robot was awesome. No, if you uh, watched it, you know it was a, well, you know it was a hot chick, but it, it was definitely a chick when she's putting on makeup on a little girl. Like they, they kind of point out that yes, this robot is a female. Yeah, eventually, but right at the beginning, they don't. So, um, yeah, and you're right, Mark. There is a huge uh, emotional punch probably about halfway through the movie that I was not expecting, and that that hit me hard too when I was watching. And, and it, you're right, it was earned. It was earned, and and uh, I don't care. I'll spoil it. So we're in spoilers. So, um, <laughs> man, like especially when he goes back and it's like he was treating his daughter like shit, and then she got blown out the fucking ship. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was rough. That was rough. I was not expecting that kind of gut punch in this movie, but yeah, that was rough. Um, and it was, it was done. It was well done. You know, the cast was great. Uh, just, you know, I, I know Aubrey said it didn't feel long to me. It felt a little over long at points, but I never felt like I wanted to shut it off. Like I was just checking to see how much time was left in the movie, but it was never a, Oh my God, how much time is left in this fucking thing <laughs> type feeling. It was just like, wow, I feel like I've been watching this for a while. And then you hit the button. You're like, Oh, there's still an hour left. Okay. Um, so it really did feel like you sat down and binged like a whole season of something. And you're right in that, that aspect, Mark, but I, I loved, uh, I loved the characters and, and the interactions. The little girl was even good. Um, they, they got you to care about everything that was going on, which was good. And, the description of it sounds very confusing, but it wasn't very confusing. There's a lot of world building, but it was well done. So it wasn't like clubbering you over the head with bullshit. So you were like, what the fuck is going on? Like mm-hmm. it, it, it was well done. I, I liked I liked it. I, I definitely liked it. I would watch more of this if there was a uh, Space Sweepers 2 sweeping Boogaloo. <laughs> it's just it's just them on a, the hull of a ship like Turbo with a broom. <laughs> just like, Dancing with a broom. <laughs> 
could probably CG out the strings nowadays. But uh, all right. Well, what about things you didn't like? Was Now, Mark Ellis, we're back to you again. You're gushing over the movie. Is there anything you didn't like about the movie? You know, it did have like a little bit of pacing problem, but and but it's because it's it's they're trying to juggle a lot of uh, a lot of things in this movie. And that's, you know, the movie's kind of designed that way. There's they want to punch you at the end, like towards the end where these characters go through these emotional uh, turnarounds. So in order to get to that point, they do have to kind of pad out the rest of the movie to get you to care about these characters a lot more character development if this was an american movie this would be two hours flat like an hour and 59 minutes easily so yeah i did think it was a little padded but i understand why it was padded and i appreciated it but i i can see where someone else would not would probably want to get get quicker to the end instead of uh hanging around for these emotional beats and there, and some of the stuff you know i don't know if it was just me watching it on tv but this felt like a movie that I really wish I had seen on a big screen because there's mm-hmm. so many images and the visuals are so um, there's so much happening on a screen and the editing is so like um, a quick paced. It's very frenetic. And I, you know, I kind of got lost a few times during it. Um, and I just feel like if I seen it on the big screen, like that would have been more encompassing. So yeah, I think it, it wasn't, I don't know, it might be my TV or it could be just the way that I watch movies, but I don't think it was designed for television. I think it was designed for no. for a big the biggest screen possible. Right, right. No, because it was supposed to be a theatrical release, but it got pushed back a few times because of COVID and then Netflix flicks sweeped in and just bought it flat out. So Yeah, I agree with you on that part because there's especially some of the space like dogfight scenes right. and things. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to appreciate the special effects more because they're pretty damn fucking intricate. But, yeah, you're right. It's, it's crammed on the screen. So Yeah. So that's, that's really the only thing I, I didn't – you could say I didn't like about it. So that's the thing that keeps it from being a a higher rating than what I'm giving it. Okay. All right. Aubrey, what about you? I agree where I feel like this should have been in episodes. Like, I think this would have really appealed to Firefly fans if it was in episodes. I think it being a movie is a little bit um, harder because they could have done a lot more building in the episodes and there would have been more depth to it, even though there was a good amount of depth and building in it. I I think it could have been like, I feel like it's a nine now, but it could have been a 10 if it was a TV show. Um, and parts of it like logically didn't make sense to me, which made me a little bit angry. Like, Okay, we got to get her out of the realm of these nanobots in the end, or the the bomb at the end, because the nanobots will shut down within this amount of radius. But then here's these other nanobots that are somehow indestructible that save the ship. Those things kind of annoyed me because it's like, just let the people die. <laughs> you know, you're, I don't know. And, I would have much rather they died and you had that emotional ending to it rather than coming up with this like childlike ending to it where nothing is ever going to like be enough to kill them off, you know. I would just like to say that I 110% disagree with you on that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I was completely okay for them to die because everything pointed in that direction it was fine it's like the end of toy story 3 where they're all like (laughs) (laughs) heading for the uh, incinerator you know and i was totally okay with that 
that being said, I love that ending. I love the fact that, yes, we can have that emotional beat, but, you know, their sacrifice was was paid off and they were able to uh, be saved by the little girl. So I, I, I thought it it made sense. It is a little hokey, but, you know, we're talking about fucking <laughs> robots in space and shit. So I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I, uh, I I was okay with them dying at that part. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like it seemed seemed like it was earned. Like this was it. They were all terrible, awful people at the start of the movie, and they became better people. And now they were going to die. <laughs> I was okay with it, but uh, yeah, for me, I got to tell you, uh, there's not a ton to dislike about the movie. I know I I said I didn't love it, but now Mark's got me like thinking differently. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe it's just these Captain Jang pictures I'm looking at on my phone. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, other than being a little overlong, I, I didn't really have any huge glaring problems with the movie. Um, you know, and like Aubrey said, the plot could be a little confusing at times. I don't know if that's something lost in translation. I watched it with uh, subtitles. So, but what killed me about that is like, I want to watch it with subtitles. I want subtitles for everything. <laughs> yeah. But it would not subtitle what the people speaking in English were saying. So it's just frustrating to me when I was watching it. Oh, you know, I meant to ask Aubrey, what did you think of the bad guy? And and do you recognize him at all? I do recognize him, but I can't place where. He was. And then I. He was the main dude. He was the main dude in the Hobbit in those Hobbit movies. Oh, yes, he was. (laughs) I figured that, that should explains the whole entire thing. Because I kept staring at him, and I'm like, "Why the hell do I recognize him?" I'm like, that explains it all. As, I, as I'm watching, I'm like, "If Aubrey makes his Hobbit connection, this is gonna get at least an extra point." I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it was a really good movie. I think that some parts were really confusing with it, but mm-hmm. it, I don't hate it. I think it would have been a good show, mm-hmm. a good TV show. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the only things I do dislike about it is that I I wish it had been kind of cut up more into a TV show or even just they set out and made a long season of it to start because I really like these characters. And honestly, I'd watch a sequel, no doubt, um, to spend more time with them. But um, I don't know if we'll ever get that. (laughs) And, you know, that's all we got was the two hours. So it would have been nice to have some more time, even more time spent exploring these characters in this world. But, yeah, I don't really have much to dislike about the movie. So. I don't know. Mark Ellis, uh, would you have watched this as a TV show instead? You know, I would have, but honestly, I love it as a movie. It's been such a long time since I feel like I've had that, you know, movie theater popcorn experience like Avengers. You know what I mean? Like a big MCU full on beginning to end rock rolling adventure. So and everything else is TV shows these days. I just want to start and end and just make it good. And, you know, and, you know, we, we take a bow and we walk out. Um, I miss that. I miss having that on a big screen. So, yeah, I would have watched it as a TV show, but I'm glad it's a movie. I love a big, sprawling sci-fi space opera that starts at one point and ends at one point. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. <laughs> Aubrey. Uh, well, sorry, Mark Ellis. Now, would you? Well, are you sound like you'd be all in for Space Sweepers too, right? Yeah, I would. I would. I would go on another adventure with this crew. Yeah, especially now that uh, the robot has uh, has its female skin. <laughs> and a, Hell yeah! <laughs> and a little girl is the uh, savior of uh, of the planet Earth. So, uh, yeah, you, you know, 
I don't know what job they would do, but yeah, it's almost like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy or a Firefly crew that uh, you know can get in another adventure. I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aubrey, are you down for Space Sweepers too? No, I. I'd be down for a TV show, but I think that it ended good where it did. I don't see a second movie being as powerful. I think they could do a spinoff show and it would be great, but I just I don't see a second movie being good. So let me ask you guys one more thing before we get into scores. Now, the original title for this movie was Victory. Do you prefer that over Space Sweepers, Aubrey? Yeah, I don't think I really understand the Space Sweepers title. I mean, I know that they were like the name of all of the like other people, but I, I don't know. I think Victory would have been better. Or Callis. No, Space Sweepers is perfect. They're in space and they're cleaning <laughs> shit. That's perfect. Victory, oh, I'll be looking for, you know, Matt Damon playing soccer somewhere. You know, I don't I don't want to oh, see that. Oh god. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would have preferred Victory, actually. <laughs> actually, I personally don't give a shit uh, either way, but I think if you tell somebody if somebody is just scanning through Netflix and they see something called space sweepers, they're probably going to keep going. But that's the only thing that I I'm like, Oh, maybe if they called it like victory, people would be like, Oh, what's that? But, but, but but here's, here's the other thing. So chances are, Oh, hopefully this this movie will be successful and Netflix will do what it normally would do is turn this into a uh, anime show (laughs) like a few years down the road. So if it's an anime, would you want to see an anime called victory or an anime called space sweepers? Um, anime. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just say anime? Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? (laughs) I feel like if it was an anime, it would still be called like, Space sweeper ship victory because they have such long names half the time. They either have like one word names or they have stupid long names. Give me a uh, anime of uh, Captain Jang and the space sweepers with uh, big titty anime girls. And I'm all in <laughs> coming, coming this fall to Netflix. <laughs> you said it. Now they're going to do it. Well, it's good to have a uh, woman crush of the year candidate this early in the year. So Let's wrap it up before we tap it up. Let's get ourselves a score. Zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. Aubrey, what do you have for Space Sweepers on Netflix? I'm going to give it a four. Whoa. I, I did like it. I didn't hate it. It didn't feel long, even though it was. Um, there were just some logical issues that I had with it. Um, but that was that was it. All right. Um, I'm I'm stunned, Aubrey, because I legitimately thought you were going to hate this the entire time I was watching it. So. <laughs> Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, first, I want to ask, Aubrey, what did Bandit give the movie? Uh, she fell asleep, and then she left, so she gives it a, a one. And only a one because she got to lay in my bed while she fell asleep. <laughs> I was wondering that. Yeah, this is one of those movies that, uh, you know, even if you guys gave it a one each, I couldn't care less. Uh, I love this movie. Uh, it's not perfect, so it's getting a 4.5 out of 5. All right. Wow. I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I'm going to go with three and a half out of five. I was at a three when I walked in here today. I'm leaving at a three and a half. Um, oh, man, it's close to a four. Give it a it's four. Cl- Come on, dude. You have uh, you have a hero who his his mission in life, or not his mission in life, but his his desire is to get enough money to 
find his daughter that got swept away. And that scene where he find, where he he becomes an asshole, he takes the money, he goes to the place, he sees the book that she wrote, I want to be a good person like you, and he realizes that he has to be a good person to save the universe? Come on, dude. That one scene right, right there. I'll give it a four. Yeah. I'm going four. It's fine. <laughs> I did really like it. And, the, and unlike um, you know other movies that we've reviewed, like like let's say Arch Enemy or something, where as we're talking about it recording, I'm hating it more and more. <laughs> I found myself uh, liking this more and more as I think more about it. So four out of five for me, that is a sweep for Space Sweepers with good scores. So check it out on Netflix if you haven't. All right, so we're going to wrap it up with some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? I'm going to recommend everybody should get Lego Marvel uh, Super Heroes 2. I've been playing it uh, because Noah got it for Christmas, and it is super addicting. It came out in 2017, but it's actually really, really fun. And that's all I've been doing lately is playing Marvel (laughs) Super Heroes 2. Awesome. Me and the uh, kids got the first one for Christmas probably like five years ago. Mm -hmm. I remember the two of them beating it and it was like the coolest thing ever. It's so much fun. It it really is. Lego does a great job with their games um, and they're always super fun to play. All right. Well, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. Check it out. Marcellus, how about you? Uh, Yeah, like I said, I'm working through my list of things that I'm trying to do. So, uh, and one of those things is put more movie reviews on the website. So I would recommend uh, checking out our website uh, for my movie reviews is going to be movies that uh, we don't talk about here on the show. Uh, some movies that fit, some movies that don't fit, but uh, a lot of writing is being done and uh, the reviews are going up. So uh, yeah, check out the website. Awesome. Well, that will be my recommendation as well as a check out. So where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. So is it podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts, we will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So Is Her Podcast. There's hours of free exclusive content on there, including interviews, trailer reactions, unboxings, and more. Adam's got a ton of interviews and things going up as we speak. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash so is your podcast, where you can support the show monetarily and get extra exclusive episodes and more. We've got uh, our ranking of the Fox X-Men movies is coming this month exclusively on Patreon. So get on board and check it out. I don't really have a recommendation. I got to be honest with you. I, I recommended Attack on Titan last week. I've been watching that still. It's awesome. Actually, I started watching uh, Demon Slayer on Netflix, which is a uh, anime as well. And it's not bad. It's it's pretty good. Uh, I I originally tried to watch it because it was super super popular, and we were selling a ton of merch from it at my other job. And I was like, "What is this?" So I started watching it, and I was watching it on a Fire Stick, so the translation was really bad. And <laughs> it like didn't make any sense. I was like, "Fuck this shit!" But then they popped up on Netflix a few weeks ago, so I started it again. I powered through the first episode, and it's not bad. It's not bad. Check it out, Demon Slayer on Netflix. But that is going to do it, my friends, for episode number 340 in a row of the Supposer Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host of the Queen of All Nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Our thoughts are with you, Myanmar. That's right. Big ups to Myanmar and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Hey, uh, take off the bra and be a man. <laughs> 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 Wakanda forever. <laughs> 
All right, we'll see you guys next week for Nicolas Cage versus animatronic animals in Willy's Wonderland. No. Good journey.